She Said, He Said is sponsored by Times Media Company and Lee Enterprises. Our show is recorded each week at Creative Space Place Studios in Hobart, Indiana. You're listening to She Said, He Said with Karen and Jerry Davidge, a potpourri of everything that has to do with relationships and the baggage that comes with it, because there's a lot to unpack. The reason I wanted to weave in yourself talking about sports is that the casual fans like Karen, who may not know the Very stats casual. like you, but she knows the players. She yeah. knows Hampton, I mean, even from yes. that era. And McMichael, of course, and Sweetness and Peyton, and she makes jokes and references to it. So even the casual fans loved sports. Yes. Mm-hmm. Why do we love because sports? Because people need a release. Oh. I think stress right now in our country is at an all-time high. There is so much division going on in so many walks of our life. And whether it's internally with family conflicts and stress, whether it's with jobs, trying to hang on for a job and trying to say, okay, like I I wanna get to the finish line and I hope my company allows me to do that. Maybe it's, uh, you know, religious faith conflicts within a family, outside a family. Check, check, check so far, Chuck, you are right. All these things. And then all of a sudden, guess what? There's sports. (laughs) And, you know, if the biggest conflict is you like Ohio State, I like Michigan, I like the Bears, you like the Vikings, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, hey, it's a football game. It's not life. But um, for three hours, actually, on Sunday, it probably is life. This was black and white. I'm dating myself. I, I'm the modern version of Benjamin Button. I'm going <laughs> But back then, it was black and white. Okay. And I said, Mom, <laughs> see, are those the Charlies? <laughs> are those the Charlies? Because my nickname's Charlie. Charlie, you know, right. I, I wasn't yeah. called Charlie. You thought Chuck you had a whole team for yourself. Yeah, I, I thought that the, the name was for Charlie, Aww. the C. I love it. And my mom said, what? And I said, see, the Charlies, there's a football team named after me. <laughs> okay. I'm not a narcissist. I'm just saying, you, know, you see well, the scene. you were a kid. I'm yeah. a kid. And where was and, this, by the way? What city and town? Norfolk, Virginia. Right. Oh, my wow. dad was in the Navy. Okay. And so she said, well, I wish I could tell you that to be the truth, but it's for a team called Chicago. I said, what? What's Chicago? <laughs> and she goes, Chicago. And and so they're in the Midwest, and they're named the Chicago Bears. And that's how I became a Bears fan. Get wow. That is a true story. And then Butkus and Sayers and that whole group. Right. You know, they won in 63, and you see that still shot of the NFL championship game with Y.E. Tittle of the Giants with a stream of blood down his forehead. Because the Bears on that Sunday afternoon just smashed him. And so for your listeners, and I challenge you, Jerry, to Google Y.A. Tittle in the NFL. Because in those days, they didn't have a Super Bowl. It was the NFL. And so you look, NFL title game, Bears-Giants. And you look under Y.A. Tittle, and you will see what picture I'm talking about. Amazing. Mm -hmm. It's amazing the details you know as well, Chuck. And I would never have guessed, if you asked Karen and I 10 reasons why Chuck Swirsky's a Bears fan, that would have been 112. That would have been it. Maybe at best. So because when I was telling that story, I could actually see Karen kind of like, uh, Jerry, why are we having him on this? No, <laughs> no. This is a weird story, but that's a true story. Interesting. And that's how I became a Bears fan. 
And so just it just happened that my career took me to Chicago, that and here I am an amazing covering feeling. a team that, you know, way back in the day as a little kid. And, I mean, I would not miss a Bears game yeah, at, all. at all. If the Bears were on, I was locked in. I feel mm-hmm. the same I mean, way. Yeah. And I still am, and, and you still are too. Yes. And, and I'm like, I'm not sure my wife gets it because, like, for three, three and a half hours on a Sunday, that is my, that is my release. Mm-hmm. Right. Because, like, I love broadcasting and I love calling Bulls games, but that's, that's as much as it's a job, but it's really not a job, it's a passion. Yeah. But I got I to gotta bring my A game every single game. I mean, there is no margin for error yeah. when I'm calling a game. I got to get the play right. I got to get the stats right. I got to get relationships right, and I've got to, you know, come up with the information that our listening audience needs. So there is pressure, uh, you know, self-instilled, but nonetheless, right. I I want to bring that that game to our listener uh, where they know that they're getting the goods every game, the football game. You know, I got a bag of Cheetos, and I'm on the couch, okay? You can just be I'm here. just like, hey, great, that's a great play. What are you doing playing fields? The guy's banged up. He's playing with one shoulder, right. and you have him do a designated run. What are you thinking? That's the fan in me. Just like I was yes. in the last Bears And game. that's why I think fans, that's why they love sports, okay. because it's a release. Mm-hmm. It's, they can be someone they're not. Okay, so whether they go to an arena and they're up on their feet and they're screaming and yelling and cheering or booing, you can't do that in the office. No, you're right. I mean, if you, you know, how would you like it if, you know, your fellow writers get, Jerry, what are you doing? Yeah, right. <laughs> that column sucked and you exactly. suck too. What are you thinking? Right. Yeah, and I've heard it. I mean, you've hey, heard it all, haven't uh, you, Chuck? Oh, I, <laughs> yes, I have. <gasps> hey, we wanted to ask you one more question, if you don't mind. We want to you to tell us more about this new incarnation of yours because we were going to touch on that earlier before mm-hmm. you did about your job or your profession your dream career uh well i um give us the status update on it the okay when i last left you uh when i was last on your previous show i was chasing clients i was working for pretty much anybody and then the pandemic happened uh, i had a severe concussion and oh. that made me get into uh more awareness of mental health and it's not i know it's very trendy now but this was i had a um, neurologist who as excellent as he was as a neurologist made a better psychiatrist because i'd had people kind of recommend that medical people say have you looked into depression meds or things like that where does that come from i don't understand i'm laughing all the time with you and and then they would say yeah that's kind of the point so I had the concussion and all the symptoms that I had became tenfold and I didn't know what I was doing. I felt very lost. It was a very dark time and they were excellent. And, um, so that made me think that gave me more appreciation for mental health. And then that transferred into, I've been exercising for years, but not to get in shape. It was to burn off energy in my mind to deal with it, that's the way I dealt. Because I, I would see people on Facebook or social media, right. and you see them exercising by themselves. Right, right, right. And you can almost guess. They're either going through something that's happening right now, divorce or some illness, mm-hmm. and they're dealing with it that way, or they're by themselves and they're just thinking, 
they may not realize this is why I'm going seven miles. This is why I'm pushing myself and pushing myself to my own detriment because you don't I'm think only... they know it. They don't. Did you did you know it when you were doing no. it? Oh, you did not know it. Oh, no, I, see. I was so I would come home from work so angry and filled with resent or guilt or anything like uh, the worst was remorse. And you just I would go on a bike on on Lakeshore in Chicago. I lived in Chicago at the time, and I would go on that bike and I would. I'd be a very unlikable person. Mm. And I would go so hard on that bike and no one could catch me. And I would go, I would find somebody with a fancy bike and the fancy gear and I'd catch up to them. Yeah. And I would have all these thoughts that, that were not familiar. nice, that were not kind about this person. Yeah. And I'd get to the end and I would say, nice bike. And he would go, yeah, but yours has a better engine. And I'm like, nice. And that would completely diffuse me. Right, right. And then I'm like, why was I acting that? Why? Right. Why did I do that? Why did you create that con construct? And you did it repeatedly, I'm assuming. For years. Yeah. Wow. And you didn't know it when you were doing it? No. So you think other people are going through the same kind of situation and they're, yeah. they're unaware of it? I would, like to, I would like to bring awareness to them. You know, I mean, they're, they're probably struggling and going through, if it was the same as I did, you've got a lot of anger. You've got, there's a reason why, you know, I'm still single. There's a reason... Why a lot of people are just, I want to work out alone. Leave me alone. Don't talk to me. The headphones. Oh, right, right. And right. a lot of people now are like, oh, those are the guys with demons. Don't talk to them. They're, they're scary. But it's, it's true. I mean, they just want to work that out, literally. But if they can balance that, if someone says, do you realize that you're doing this? Do you realize that you could benefit from not only continuing this, but maybe putting that in with some therapy? putting that in with some self-awareness and you don't have to get flowery. You don't have to get right. Right. Soft. Uh, right, right. You know, uh, you can be like, look you, and you don't have to overcompensate, you know, like there's some organizations that sell t-shirts that'll be like, Oh, I'll crush your skull in. You know, I might right, be right, right. sensitive, but I'll, you don't have to say that. Just admit what's going on and, and you can improve your life. And I think that would be a wonderful cause for a brand to get behind. Yes. I think that would yes. be wonderful if Adidas so or Nike or... Then you can merge your talents, your passion, your expertise, and your personal history all together yes. in this synergy. That's what you want to do, right? Right. That's the goal of anybody for anybody's career, right? Is to match all those. I'm wondering, though, if people are ready for that. Like if Martin today went back to Martin 10 or 15 or 20, however years you want to go back, and you would talk to yourself, would you have listened? Or did you have to wait for a certain time in your life, getting back to the generational thing, where the a little bit of olderness, some wrinkles, gray hair, whatever, matures you to be ready to capture these moments? That's a great question that I don't think I would have responded. Because I don't think I would have either. That's my point. And I think I would have been like, yeah, that's okay. Go, you know, I'm yeah. fine. Thanks, myself. Grandpa. I'm good or whatever. Yeah. And I, I mean, I, one of my primary physicians at Northwestern suggested an antidepressant. And I, I thought, where did this come from? Right. I mean, all we do is, is joke around and laugh all right, the time. Right, right, right. <clears throat> but and I ignored it because I didn't maybe that's a generational thing I still had that <clears throat> excuse me that feeling of if I do that I don't want to I, I was so proud I didn't want to allow that to change my personality I was just so afraid that what if I do this and I'm no longer clever what if I do this and I'm no longer funny that's True. all I have you know right, you're, you're yeah. kind of like a, I'm I didn't want to lose that, and I didn't want to become somebody so self-absorbed that they annoy others. Or when you become, 
sometimes you, um, you know, when somebody starts a new lifestyle, they can't wait to tell you about it. Uh, I'm not thinking that at all. I'm more like, look, you're more than welcome to join in. If this sounds like what you go through, right. you can join in. I understand you want to work out by yourself, too. That's totally cool. If you need somebody to spot you, uh, I think that... Part of this comes down to we create identities for, for, for all of us. Each of us have an identity, and then we get adhered to it, and we can't lose that identity. It, it, it traps us. It's a clockwork orange. It's the clockwork orange on us, and we don't realize it until we're going through it, and we look back. Like you see guys who wear like um, Harley jackets, for instance, and vests and stuff, and they become this Harley identity, which is a cool identity to have. I wish I was like a Harley guy, but that's all they have. They dress the same. They act the same. They look the same. They're all the same. To Karen's point that about Madonna. Yeah, yeah, so maybe that's maybe that harkens to her. So we have these identities we create, and we can't shed these identities to transfer or to transcend it at all. Like if the Martin from today went back to the Martin 20 years ago, he would have kicked your ass. I, he probably he, would have insulted you and said, get the hell out of here or whatever. You know, it, and it you would kick the bike down, too. It would have been ignored. Unless yeah. you can make them really think about something and say, let me guess, you're doing this. Let me right, guess, yeah. You know. Like to a psychic. Yeah, right. What's up first? Karen? Well, I think what's going on right now in the region is huge football games. So oh, yeah, yeah. football is huge. This is a great time of year for everybody that loves football, especially Jerry. You love football. We're recording um, actually on a Friday night, and we just passed Hobart High School. Lights are on, Friday night lights, football. Everybody's lined up all over the region, these different games. And then college is tomorrow, pros are Sunday. Wow. I'm in football heaven yes i absolutely love it i've always loved football karen absolutely does not get it at all i don't get it at all i do not get it and and you know god love you you have been trying to explain to me for the last 12 years 12 years the nuances of football and there are a lot of nuances yeah well it's hard to try to tell somebody it's it's first down you got four downs to get another first down even you go 10 yards it's good so if you get 10 and a half yards are good you get nine and a half not so good then just back to fourth down. You lose the ball. You punt to the other team, and they have four downs to get a first down to go four more again. <laughs> See, now, what's not it's understandable elementary. about that? Right? <laughs> it's so, elementary. So when you and I are sitting watching a football game, and I'm trying to explain, okay, it's third and seven. What does that mean? Well, it's third down. you got seven more yards to go to get a first down. But what if they only get six yards? Well, then they didn't get a first down. So where does the ball go? Goes to the other team. How's it go there? Well, you could punt it to them. What if they cross the 50? Well, then maybe you want to do a field goal. Or go for it on fourth down. Then it's fourth and two. So what happens on fourth and two? It's sudden death. You're close. Am I really? Not at all. It's oh. fourth down. You have two yards to go, oh, for instance. Kick field goal. You could do that too. Yeah, exactly. So can these I? are the, No. Well, yeah, you can. But <laughs> these are the problems we have with this the difference between sports and especially football is trying to explain it. So half the time, if we go to a live game, like we're at a high school football game, you and I. Like we, yes. did, we did a Velpo high school game. I think it was last year or something. But we were, mm-hmm. we're at this football game. Yes. Watching, watching the game go on. And while we're doing it, I'm trying to explain football. And it's, it's first, it's impossible to explain at a live game. Yes, because it's going on. And second, it's impossible to enjoy a live game when you're explaining the live game to somebody else who doesn't understand the live game. Yes, because you're trying to watch the game. You're trying to see the plays. You don't want to be ex- discussing what's going on with this moron next to you. I wouldn't say that, but that's my point, though. So that is thinking the, this are the joys of football that I love, but I love it. I, I can't watch enough football on any given Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. I've watched thousands of games. It's it's shame how much I've watched football. Yeah. And yet, I admire it because you don't watch it. But on the flip side, let's say, how many shows have you watched of The Real Housewives, for instance, or reality TV? A lot. Well, you know what? More you, than my football addiction? You, you say I watch a lot. I don't watch a lot of reality TV. Oh, I really don't. No, no, no. On. I will die on this hill. There is a yeah, lot of reality shows out there, and I watch 
not that much. I don't really watch a lot of reality yeah, TV. Yeah, tell me but how many reality shows you don't really watch. You got the Real Housewives. There's a lot of reality of, shows out there that I don't watch. I meant the ones you actually watch. Which oh, one okay. Do you watch? Well, Real Housewives of franchises of all. Wait, Salt Lake City, all franchises Orange of County, the Housewives except for Melbourne. I do South really Haven, Indiana. That's the, yeah, one you well, watch. that's coming, I yeah, guess. Right, of course. And then you know, there's Southern Charm. I watch that, and then um, then Under Deck, Over Deck. No, I don't watch Below deck. deck, but they play ad nauseum and i really should watch it because that's all they play so i don't watch below deck see that okay reunion shows i watch three you have to watch the reunion shows are you kidding part three yes part four if they need it well part well yeah part three is always the best when they they space it out into three episodes okay everybody knows that what's the attraction of housewives because you have a voyeuristic view into this lifestyle of these vapid rich women or some of them are not really that rich you know but you they do these confessionals and they're yeah. talking to the camera and as if they're talking to you, you're like you're in on this secret gossip that they're telling, they're telling you about their friend that they just did a scene with and you just get this, oh, I know what they said about you. So is it the money aspect because they're pseudo rich or rich or really well Well, that's off? the lifestyle that they're trying to present. Like, oh, well, I will never in this lifetime spent $95,000 on a Birkin bag, which Chris, Crystal Minkoff did in this series of Duh, I think all of our viewers would know that. Well, $95,000 for a So would you watch this premise of a show if it didn't involve the high stakes and money and the flash? Yeah, probably. The, the reason what I think... What's the dynamics, yeah. I think what Andy Cohen, uh, he had his hand on something... From Bravo? From Bravo okay. when, he, when he pitched this to Bravo many years ago. With These were women in their 40s and 50s because of a certain age of a certain age mm -hmm. so you know you the the genre was saturated with real world of mtv those are dumb young adults oh, the I hills see. laguna beach the oc these were all young Snooki adults back, even back oh, then jersey shore, jersey shore you're right these are started, young yeah. pretty adults with very little problems what did they have drama about Let's kind of focus on women that have families, divorces, things like that. And I think that's what um, struck a chord. You know, these were women of a certain age and of dealing with real problems, mortgages and rent. And, and what's the target like audience for this? Oh, what's the target audience for this? Well, you know, when it first started, it was, I guess, what the eight. 18 to 44 demographic that they always talk about. That's, that's so that's coveted. That's what they're hoping for. But now it, it's so broad and it does have a huge gay following, you know, because these women are ridiculous, but you have to. And over the top. And over the top. And they, and as the, as the series has progressed and production values have gone up, you know, cause I've watched it from the very beginning. You can see where it kind of showed as some small little reality show with very little budget. Now it has this huge budget. These women are in on the production and they, this is how they want to be seen. And then you have social media coming in with Instagram and Twitter and things like that. So it kind of waters down the storylines. The, the gossipy part, the, the immature part yes. that really attracts viewers such as I yourself. think it I does. Mean, really, I think it does. You want to see them either be embarrassed yes. or say something in public the yes, wrong way. Yes, absolutely. Because these women, if Beverly Hills, Salt Lake City, New York, New Jersey, you know, these women have this so lifestyle. faces rotate, but the dynamics don't. Well, it's usually the same faces, oh. not with all the plastic surgery, oh, you know. Yeah. but Not it, the same faces. It, it's, they try to keep it the same cast, and okay. they kind of update it every few years. But from the line of New York, uh, life, uh, Real House of New York City's Countess Luann, she had a famous hit song. Countess Luann. Uh, Money Can't Buy You Class. One of the things I love to do to Jerry, I said, Jerry, what were we like in a past life? 
But what do you think we were like? Or did we meet in a past or life? Or did we meet in do a past life? Do couples meet in a past life? you got to believe that. I think we might have. I think, you know, because we have, Wait, we have, man, we have a wait, connection. Would it be many times? I or don't just know. Once? It could be several times. One of the things I imagine that Jerry was in a past life was a silent movie star. Oh. Oh, yes. I, I can just see it now with these chiseled good looks. Oh, right. These, these cheekbones, this jawline. And always serious. This hair. Always serious, Oh, right? he was the talk of the town. Was he like was, always grumpy? He and... was right up there with Rudy, Rudy Valentino. I mean, he was it. And... And then talkies came around. The talkies it's, came it's around. My whole they career. realized that, well, He's maybe, got a talk? Forget well, maybe it. his voice didn't yeah, we don't like the voice, match the, right. the face. <laughs> Need and then, you know, he, like he took to the bottle. Oh. And, and then he died of what? Syphilis. Syphilis. She always tells me. Yeah. Syphilis. Because he was a very popular she silent always, movie star. She always tells me that. <laughs> or we go back in time okay. to maybe the 60s. Oh, okay. okay, it's okay. like this is the early 60s. Okay. And I always picture Jerry as some cynical, grumpy guy sitting in the corner of some coffee house. Was I a writer? You're, of course you're oh, a writer. Oh, good. You're okay, a writer, okay, yes. Okay. But He'll, back then... Like a beatnik. Kind like of, a beatnik. You always yeah, had dark sunglasses Reading on. Jean-Paul Sartre. Yeah. And existentialism. Yeah. That's me. No maybe a beret. No, maybe. Yes. Oh, and it was smoke all over. Yeah, but you didn't like smoke, but you liked this coffee house because oh, they yeah, served yeah. the best donuts. Yes, and I don't. You didn't have coffee, yeah. but you always had milk. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And, true. but you know, you were tortured. Yeah. Because you were in love with this square from Indiana. Yeah, yeah. What was her who name? Who was a bouffant wearing folk music loving woman named square. Karen. Karen. Oh my and God. Karen back in Indiana. Just could not. Oh, my God. Our worlds just did not collide. And everybody knew. They're like, don't talk to Jerry in the corner. Don't he, say the K word Don't say the K word. Don't say the K word. He K gets word. really mad. Last time we did that, he just he, he flipped the table <laughs> and F-bombs were going off. And that Karen wouldn't meet him in New York. She just. She stood me she up. She was stuck at a hoot nanny and didn't meet him. <laughs> did not want to come back. It, you know, and then, you know, he wound up, you know, like dying of. What? Syphilis. What? A <laughs> Both, well, I'm both gonna t- I'll tell you, ladies, he was alone, oh. but not lonely. Know oh, what I'm saying? Oh, I see. <laughs> and, and so we, it's all part of the imagination. We, it's all part of the imagination, but I always love doing that. Too, and then Jerry. what would you have been back then? You're always coming across innocent. I was square. <laughs> I was just Pollyanna. I just love folk music. No. And you wouldn't come to the Hootenanny no. with me or the jamboree you know i was peter paul and mary were playing and you're like i ain't watching that so in none of these scenarios you're always that presentation that wonderful sweet girl girl next door well I as think, opposed to me it comes across as <laughs> i think in the silent Rudy movie Valentino. star i was like your makeup artist oh but you I wouldn't see. have anything to do with me because i wasn't an actress oh really yeah was that just, was my scruples i had my criteria you did yeah <laughs> you like you only hung around with the hollywood starlets i was just a makeup artist <laughs> And what were you in the other incarnation? I told you. Just a Squareville. Just a Squareville, you know, with my bouffant and, you know, listening to Peter, Paul, and Mary in the Kingston Trio. I wonder if other couples go in the Wayback Machine (laughs) and play this game like Karen does. I hope they do. Because you have a remember when mentality. Karen has a remember when. And I don't usually play that game. Like before yeah, we you, got together, yeah, I'll get don't. on board. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But not initially. Like I don't go drive and go, hey, remember when that was a. 
Tittle's grocery store? Only when we bike through the Miller section of Gary. Some, does some your things memory come back. Some things come back. And you remember, remember playing when, at some guy's house. But then we sound so old and we start doing that. Remember when? Well, it's a slippery slope to Nostalgiaville, and I don't want to go there sometimes. Okay, well, you just went there. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Touche, Karen. <laughs> Let's back it up. Okay. Let's back okay. it okay. up. I, yeah. Good. <laughs> you win that one. Were you always so fun like this? Like you dress up and you do all these wonderful things and you you participate in all these fun games and yeah, because no. that's that's an essence of a lot of couples don't have that essence. That's why I'm with Karen because she has that essence and I don't. So I'm just like, whoosh, you know, <laughs> to a moth to a flame with her because she has that. like you guys have that essence though. Some couples don't have that. Well, we didn't start with that. You didn't? No, we weren't not like that. I mean, Troy is probably always a fun guy. You know, I yeah. good sense yeah, of humor, whatever. Great. But he would not have been the guy who volunteered to like I want to do karaoke. You yeah. know, it'd be and great dress in Carrie. costume. Let's dress up in costume. I mean, he was not that yeah, guy. I mean, I so see. he had to wait until I'm like, oh, it'll be fun. Come on, it'll be a good laugh. And then everyone fawned all over. He liked the attention. Oh, I see. Right. So he had to see you know everyone fawning all over him and telling him how great it was. So just he, a different uniform. He tried to take credit for it. You know, so. <laughs> I will complain to the day as long when she's putting me in some of these costumes but when we they see are our quite fr- amazing we're going to show a few of those by the way with they the, are with the video part of this, this they podcast really so are. people will know exactly what yeah. we're talking yeah. about yeah. it's yeah. not yeah. just putting just, on a mustache no 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 whether or not they have Halloween parties or we do you know pub crawls that are themed or you know a lot of planning goes into it theme parties you got like a storyboard and the ones the accolades start coming in I'm like it was all my idea that's right and we have lots of friends who are equally as into it so that helps you don't want to be the one set of friends who like okay take it easy but all of our friends are really into and it and really clever and really like just go for it. And now for a lovely waste of time. Okay, Karen, so it's it's at night. Couples are uh, doing what they do at night. We're watching TV. We're on our phones, staring at our phones way too much at night. I don't know who does this besides everybody probably. An mm-hmm. iPad or a phone late mm-hmm. at night before you fall asleep or doing right, this. Right. Now, if you're really cool and cultured and you're reading a book, you know, Touche to you. That's wonderful. Yes. But a lot of people don't, and we're looking at our phones. And then I look over at Karen. I'll be doing work. I'm usually typing something out. I'm writing. I'm up till usually 1, 2, 3 in the morning every night. Yeah, it, that's not an exaggeration. Yeah, I'm always up to at least 2 or 3 writing. That's when I get my best productivity. So mm-hmm. I'm writing. I look over to Karen, and she's staring at her phone. And what are you looking at? I am on, looking at... Because all I'm hearing is these weird sounds. Like It's like a whale having sex... Uh, not that I know exactly what that sounds like, but it's weird sounds. Maybe it's a shark. Maybe it's dolphins. They're playful. They probably, they probably have more playful sex than whales. I am listening. Sorry, we tangent off to to autonomous to sex. sensory meridian response. What is ASMR. 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 Okay, and how did you find out what ASMR? Our lovely daughter Sarah. And what is ASMR? ASMR is just sounds that spark a. A what? Just a response. Um, An addiction? Describe tingling, static-like, or goosebump sensation. It's amazing. Like nails on a chalkboard? No, that's, no, that's bad. bad. That's bad. That's bad. That's bad ASMR. sound. No, just, well, I don't want to ruin Popcorn Jay's. popping. No. Maybe. No. But, like, there's certain um, YouTubers that just put different little objects on a mic. Yeah. And you hear the little tapping or the just whispering or... 
And, and this finds an audience, right? A big one. A big audience. A big one. Yeah. One of the things I'm addicted to now yeah. is soap cutting. Soap cutting. You heard it here first on She Said, <laughs> He just Said. just cut soap. It's like a confessional is what this is. It's, it's like a Friday evening confessional. And I remember one night you looked soap over cutting. at me and yeah. like, what are you doing? Yeah. I'm watching soap cutting. Yes. Is it the way it sounds? It's the way it sounds. So it's not the look. It's the look and the sound. Because my initial response to that is the old Irish Spring commercial. Oh, yeah. And they'd slice they open the Irish Spring soap. They slice open to see it's the freshness you, through and through. Is that your Irish Baroque? I think so. I love that. Does it work? <laughs> I think your Baroque is broke. Oh, <laughs> but okay. that's bad. Okay, so you're listening and yeah, you're Yeah, and they, they just use different kinds of soaps. And there's another thing I, li- I, I listen to is they take gym chalk, you know, the chalk that gymnasts use. Oh, yeah, They yeah, right. solidify it. Okay. And then they crush it. With what? Their hands. With their bare hands. Their bare hands. And there's a sound? There's a sound that it makes. Like? And you see the... And you just see them crushing it in their hands. Okay. And that's soothing as well. Oh, so... Oh, wait. We're looking for soothing Yes. A lot of this is soothing. There's a, there's oh. a, a YouTuber. Her name is Maria. And she just does tutorials on whatever in a very soft whisper. And there's one I was watching the other night. I've been watch- I've watched it over and over again. She just pretends to cut your hair. She pretends to cut your hair, like yes, and combs it and blow dries it, and she has this beautiful whisper right in your and ear. And people just happen to listen to this. Yes, and watch you it. listen to it. Well, okay, her, is, you watch it. Too. Is our world world so hurried, so harried, so stressful, so overstimulated that we need this at night to settle us down or during the day? It could as be. an escape. It could. Because my football is an escape. Well, see, there you go. Your housewives is an escape. It's a These big are, one. This is escapist entertainment. It is. And it's probably, it has always been there, but we just never... Wait, what's always been there? So The cutting? ASMR thing. Oh. Like we've, I've always, haven't you always like maybe Certain got sounds? your hair cut or something in the, ooh, that goes a tingle up my spine. That's ASMR, you know. We're and just tap, we just, so we're marketing we just, we this ma- now. We're marketing it. We're, we're making videos of it. We're putting. We're it on packaging YouTube. it. Yes, we're, we're pack- packaging it. You. Okay, we're, we're packaging, packaging this. it. We've, it's always been there. Oh come on, no. Yes. Well, I mean, the sounds yes. have maybe always been there, but not mm-hmm. packaging it. No, 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 no. That'd be yes. like me packaging dust and selling it to you. Like here, it's dust. I just packaged it. It's always been there. I know, but I packaged it delightfully. True story. Yeah, I appreciate your food post. See, I it's appreciate my point. your food post. Except for what didn't you, you like? What don't I like? You, um, pizza. You don't like pizza. You've heard it here first. Wow. You've I'm heard in, it here. I'm she said, he said. To it. Wow. Indifferent to pizza. Wow. I mean, if it's wow, somewhere Bethany, wow. and they're serving it, I'll, I'll eat it. <laughs> but I guess. Well, I'll eat it. Never, I guess. I've never <laughs> in my life ordered a pizza. Whoa! You don't know where you were born, and you never ordered a pizza. This is crazy. I love this. I blame my mother. Oh, Mom, don't I throw! Where I was born. Where's the bus? Here comes Jane. Where's the bus? Oh my god, poor Jane. Oh my god. Yeah, if I never ate a piece of pizza, I'd be just fine. Whoa! And I know you love it. Love oh it. It's my past. God. It's, it's into addiction. I've been having. He's since. probably gonna get one tonight. I, I mean, I've had pizzas literally since I was you know, like. As I yeah. can remember, as a toddler. Yeah, it doesn't do anything for me. Flamingo like and Gary and bread. Ricochet. It's like what? Ketchup on bread. Oh, my God. I love <laughs> oh that. <my> God. <laughs> you should go to Italy and tell people that. <laughs> Whatever you're eating, yes. it's just ketchup on bread. Yes, it's very pedestrian. And you got to say it like that, too. <laughs> yes. Yes. It's ketchup on bread. Yes. Yes. You've been listening to She Said, He Said with Karen and Jerry Davich. Sponsored by Times Media Company and Lee Enterprises.
and recorded at Creative Space in downtown Hobart. Find us at nwi.com and where you find all your podcasts. If you enjoy our show, we hope you return with your own viewpoints about couples, relationships, and the subtle or not so subtle differences between spouses, mates, partners, and potential partners. We welcome your opinions, your experiences, and especially your love lessons.